Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Harry Impact with another episode. And we have a special uh, guest today, Irini Lazaru. She is a food expert. And thank you, Irini, for being with us today, talking about food, the, one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> thank you, Gustavina, for the invitation. I think food is everyone's uh, favorite topic. So can you give us a, just a, a short biography of yours, just uh, for our audience to hear about you? Uh, I have studied food science and technology at the Agricultural University of Athens. Uh, I worked for a few years in the uh, food industry um, and a bit in food laboratories. Um, and, and then I did my master's in food management. Um, and I then worked uh, in positions managing uh, food safety in a large uh, chain of restaurants, uh, controlling suppliers, ensuring the compliance to the um, regulation and standards. Uh, for the last uh, year and a half, I'm in partnership with another uh, lady, Elena, who is a chemist, and we uh, have um, founded Food Science, and we provide services and training uh, in f food safety. So you are also, except from woman in business, you're also woman in science. So you yes. combine these two um, characteristics, which is really interesting we see science and business where they can actually be relevant and create something right yes exactly it's uh, good to be able to uh, have a science and be able to uh, pass it on through your business through training through uh, any way possible so can you tell us what exactly is food safety Uh, your science. I mean, is it about only storing and processing the food, but or is it also include the production stage, the agricultural stage, let's say, or the fishing stage? Um, well, food safety is um, anything that has to do with making our food safe. Our food starts from the farm. So we always hear, uh, with for food safety, we always hear the term from farm to fork. So it's from uh, the seed, food safety starts from the seed until uh, it goes to the consumer's plate. So it's, the, uh, it's in agriculture, uh, in farming, uh, we, it's the processing steps, the transportation steps, Uh, production, um, and the even in our house, food safety is important because we all eat and we all more or less, even if we don't cook, we buy food. So food safety is in every single stage. It's all around us. It has to do with preventing the hazards uh, that could be transferred to us through food. Uh, the hazards are usually in three main categories. So we have biological hazards, which are bacteria, uh, which could cause any 
foodborne illnesses or spoil our food. And we also have chemical hazards, like any type of chemicals that could be found in our food, antibiotics, pesticides, uh, other chemical substances that could be created in uh, the production of the food or can be found through the soil or through the production line. And we also have physical hazards, which are uh, foreign objects, basically. So any types of foreign objects that could be found in our food, which I'm sure we all more or less have an experience of that. And lately, one of the um, uh, you know newest things that are in the hazards, uh, new emerging hazards, we also have... Uh, um, the allergens, which are uh, are linked to the information we provide to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So it's not only about producing safe food, it's also about providing the correct information to a customer to be able to make informed decisions. So what's included in the product so that they know that they... Um, are making a choice that's suitable for their needs. If they have an allergy, that they can avoid a certain type of food. Uh, well, actually, the second question was, what are the biggest hazards? And you already answered that with the first one. Uh, let's go back to the pesticides because a lot we hear a lot about pesticides. And we feel as consumers, we cannot protect ourselves because we don't know what kind of pesticides the the food, the vegetables or fruits were spread. So we don't know how to protect ourselves. So how to wash them, let's say. So what do you think is the safest way to treat our, our vegetables or fruits when we consume them? Okay, well, it's, uh, it's good, first of all, to not panic about these things because the regulation uh, usually protects us. Uh, the, uh, these um, products that are used in, uh, in farming, they have legal limits and they have approved chemicals that can be used. Uh, so they have been tested, they have been checked and there are specific limits that are allowed to be present in the food. Of course we do know that um, sometimes these could be exceeded, um, but uh, the industry goes into a great extent to make sure that they uh, take all the measures. Uh, now at home, the, um, there's not a lot we can do about pesticides because some of them are on the surface, but some of them are in the product. So, so if, uh, even if we peel them, then, then there's no way to get rid of them, right? In this uh, way. It depends on the type. And, uh, but as I said, they are to a limit that is uh, safe for, hu for humans to consume. Okay. Uh, what we can do for the uh, chemicals that are outside on the outside surface is very good washing. It's, it could be even a higher risk to, for the biological hazard for some of the fruits and vegetables we use because we sometimes associate it more with pesticides, whereas we don't think that it could be contaminated with any type of bacteria. So it's good to wash, we have to wash our vegetables and fruits in a very good uh, way. A lot of water mm -hmm. we can use, it's very good to use vinegar, to, uh, okay. which helps us kill a bit the bacteria, some of the bacteria that's on the products, and 
and rinse very well. So, so, so actually, vinegar is about bacteria. It's not about pesticides or other chemical. It's okay. about uh, bacteria, yes. Okay. Um, now, uh, I was wondering about food technology. I mean, what do you think the food future of food industry will go uh, with cause of technology? We have these new technologies like uh, like uh, visual reality or, I don't know, Internet of Things or this new technology that would ch- they say they would change uh, the future. Do you think the food technology will also impact on the food industry and how it will change it? Of course. We keep hearing uh, new things all the time. Um, I was mentioning before about the hazards and I said, you know, we have these... Uh, biological, chemical, physical, and um, providing correct information, which has to do with allergens. Uh, now we started hearing new things about radiological hazards. Um, we have hazards that have to do with um, uh, bioterrorism, with uh, things like that. Uh, and we keep hearing all new types of technologies as well, which can be implemented to help, on the one hand, the um, production of food, make it more productive, more efficient, and more safe in some cases. But it could also bring other types of um, uh, hazards. So as the technology and science is uh, emerging, we might also hear of new types of hazards and new uh, things that come in uh, to the food industry. So and we can also find new methodologies to prevent. So new technologies also actually th- are threatening with new type of hazards, let's say, the food industry. Not necessarily. Um, they usually new technologies are to prevent, mm. but um, the thing is that we hear, uh, although technology and science is uh, growing and um, you know developing, we do hear of new types of uh, hazards emerging. We still hear all of a lot of um, uh, people losing their lives to due to food um, to food. So uh, it's um, it's a bit of a vicious circle, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good point because we hear a lot of cases of, of food poisoning, uh, mainly because of pollution, you know, like fish are full of mercury and I know, um, vegetables are full with heavy metals because of pollution. Uh, so these things are actually threatening, but is it in a way... Is it the government's doing something to prevent that this that contamination threatening the food quality? Uh, yes, well, as I said, uh, regulations uh, are there to uh, protect consumers. Mm-hmm. So in uh, Europe, there are uh, different associations, like there is the EFSA, European Food Safety Authority. They are responsible for doing the uh, risk assessments for the different type of hazards and they the advisory group for also the implementation and the um, guiding on uh, the development of the regulation and setting the limits. Uh, so th- th- there's a lot being done. I mean, 
um, there's research being done, there, there's different type of uh, associations or organizations that are uh, there to protect us and provide all necessary information. So, um, and the food standards are also uh, becoming more strict and are developing and growing. There are global associations now benchmarking food standards and, you know, trying to uh, make sure that all the food safety standards are at a minimum uh, acceptable level. So there, there's a lot being done. Okay, that's, 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 that's hopeful for the consumers. Um, so that leads me to my final question about GMOs. I'm guessing you know about uh, genetic modified organiza uh, organizations and how Europe was against that, the European Union. But maybe, I don't know, maybe the food, the stress on food uh, quantities maybe is getting higher and higher in the future. So... Uh, maybe at the end, the European Union will accept GMOs uh, to be growing the European uh, grounds or import uh, products with GMOs. Uh, so what is your uh, own view on that, about GMOs? Uh, look, GMOs, from a um, scientific point of view, are there to, um, to help. So they are there to produce more... Um, you know, better types of um, um, products that are more, are less sensitive to any types of threats. And also to be able to help in, of course, as you said, with the quantities and the production. So, um, strictly speaking, it should be beneficial. On the other hand, there's a lot that needs to be investigated in regards of all these ethical issues and environmental issues because it's something new which we don't know what impact it will have on the environment and so on. So um, the, it, it has to be done with a bit of uh, precaution. So um, it, it is a big topic that has to be well thought through and researched very well. In the United States, they are being used. So maybe in a few years, we would have a good example from that. And of course, we are hearing a lot of things about this, um, you know, food shortage in the uh, near future. We've heard of new types of meat that will be produced, uh, meat that will be produced in the laboratories. Yeah. Um, without the use of, uh, without having to kill animals. Uh, we have heard of uh, new types of uh, feeding the people like uh, using insects instead of, you know, we will all start eating insects maybe in the future. <laughs> so, yes. Oh uh, so there's a, there's a lot being heard around this. So th that means that there's a lot of research um, uh, going into this and being, uh, you know, trying to find the best solution. So, so I guess the Greek kebab will change a lot with the insect. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely not stop eating kebab, I'm sure, for that. <laughs> um, 
So yes, I'm sure we will we will keep hearing things and new things will be coming out and uh, there's there's a lot a lot to be discussed and thought through with all of this. Uh, well, thank you so much. All this information was very important on the food security. Something that we don't really hear a lot on the news. We hear about other aspects like agriculture mainly but not enough about food security. So thank you for being with me today in this episode of Here Impact. Thank you very much. All the best to your work and educating people more about these important subjects so people know what they're putting on the, in their mouth <laughs> to be safe <laughs> on that. And this is uh, ending for the episode of this episode. Make knowledge your superpower and I'll see you next Wednesday with another episode.